Alrighty, guys, welcome back to Adventure Fit Radio. This week on the show, we are speaking with the man, myth and legend, the great man, Big Sauce, Red, Copper Top, Ginger Snap, Sunburnt Pig. <laughs> he, uh, the big Ed Morrison. He's uh, he's a great friend of the show, great friend of Bill and I. He was the the guest for episode one and is now coming back on episode one hundred plus. But today, guys, we are sponsored by Audible. So Audible is an online audiobook hub of shit basically that's a technical term of it uh hundreds of thousands of books there online guys if you want to get informed and educated on the go uh or if you just want to read a lovely romantic book about penises and vaginas um head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash advf radio to get your free credit when you subscribe up there bill talk to us about the great man shawnee shawnee marsh uh, sure thing. So we're also brought to you guys by Quash Creative. Quash Creative is an Elwood-based design firm run by our mate, Sean Marsh. So if you like our intro to this podcast, which I'm sure you do because we love it, so everyone yep. else must love it, um, then that's some of Sean's Marsh. Uh, Sean's Marsh. That's some of Marsh's, <laughs> some, some of Sean's work down at, uh, down at Quash Creative. So basically they, uh, they help businesses with creative solutions for anything in their business. If you're, um, if you need some help with your creative solutions, then you can head to www.quashcreative.com. If you mention Adventure Fit Radio, you'll get a free basic SEO report. Check out the search engine optimization or optimizability or whatever, however, however it says. Optimizinator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, optimizinator on your, uh, on your website or feedback on your existing brand. We are also brought to you by Adventure Fit Travel. So, guys, we're about to uh, release our Iceland trip coming up in oh, November. So, yeah. if you want information on that, make sure you um, go to the website, send us an email. Um, we're also uh, bringing you New Zealand pretty coming up pretty soon. We've got um, our next year's Kokoda trek coming up. That's already on the website and a bunch of other cool stuff. So, uh, what we're able to do there, guys, is we're able to provide you with uh, just the best experiences known to man. Pretty, um, pretty life-changing stuff. Everybody loves it, and uh, we're really proud of it. So if you want to check out what we do, head to www.adventurefittravel.com and then uh, use the code word RADIO, and you will get 10% off any and all trips. Here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. Welcome back to Adventure Radio. Welcome back, Ed. Yeah. Mate, you're back round two. Not many guests get around two. Evening, no. gentlemen. Am yeah. I the first guest to get round two? No, oh, you're not. Certainly not. Okay, see you later. I don't feel very special anymore. That's what I'm talking about. Give it a Give it his take yeah. a while. Always has. But, um, but he's special because he was our first guest. He was. And it was a, that was very over special. a year ago now. It, mm. it didn't, time flies, hey? What was that, mm. February last year? Yeah. yeah, over a year and 100 episodes. This yep. is um, yeah. like episode 102 or 3 or 4. Congratulations, Jens, because I guess what's been... 
interesting for me is that I was there before you guys had even released a show. Yeah. And and just to, to see how successful it's been, given how nervous you boys were. Yeah, you yeah. know, like you didn't know if it was going to get off the ground. Oh, and you yeah, taught, no, it's been You already good. recorded a few shows and you're like, which one are going to release? And then... yeah. Came, you know, I came and it was just like, <laughs> it, was just cl- it was clear. This is the one. This is the one. Yeah, no, so it's good. It's good to have you back. So, um, oh, yeah. we're going to talk, um, we're going to talk some travel, travel roundtable. So, um, who wants to start us off? I'm going with well, you, Bolivia. You're, you're super keen on Bolivia, mate. You I'm can, going uh, with Bolivia. Yeah. I want to start. I'm and why, talk why about, are you going with Bolivia, Doc? Um, Actually, we should actually ask yeah. you how it's been. So, yeah. Have anyone asked how it's been? <laughs> You're a fucking hell, we suck. Yeah. How have you been, mate? I've been good. <laughs> good. All right, on to Bolivia. Now, what's news in your world anyway, Eduardo? I haven't seen you in a little while. Well, Before we get into this I'm travel The last bullshit. time I spoke to you boys, I'd, I'd just come back. From, well, actually, I was, I was just here in Melbourne for one week visiting because I was still in China. Mm. That's right. And now I'm back in Melbourne and uh, feet are firmly planted on the ground back home. And, mm. I mean, you know, this is a travel podcast, so if, if I can point out the benefits of travelling and coming home. I've never been happier in Melbourne oh, since returning from travelling. And I guess that, you know, it's, it, it sounds cliche, but you really don't know what you've got until it's gone. Mm. And since returning home, just I've reconnected with old mates, spending more time with family and just enjoying Melbourne for what it is rather than sort of feeling like I've got to escape it the whole time. But mm. that's Sound not like a so- communist. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's right. Not to say that I won't travel again soon, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, certainly coming back to Melbourne's been really nice for the last yeah, 12 months. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So how long were you in China for on the end? Uh, 12 months. Yeah. Yeah, give or take a, a few weeks here or there. But yep, 12 months all up. So mm. yeah, China, like for those that have been to China, an, an amazing place and a place that's changing. Like there's a rising middle class there and they're starting to take on a lot of Western ideas and Western products. But um, a challenging place to live, man. Mm. Like Bit really of a challenging. Shock. Yeah, and just like... Um, there doesn't appear to be much lifestyle there still. Mm. Like it's work and not much else. Mm. Um, but if you want the work, the work is there, but there just didn't seem to be much lifestyle there. Not for me anyway. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. If you were to sum it up, Ed, in uh, in a word or two, how was the overall experience? <laughs> you, don't say, you seem like it was, oh, no, it was a nice yeah. Yeah. It's a nice look, challenge. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. very, very happy to be home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was weird. <laughs> yeah, seriously, weird. <laughs> weird. weird. How so? Uh, well, you just said one word. So, I'm not going to go on that because you didn't tell me to. Yeah, um, I mean, I actually don't know how to express it. Mm. Like, it's it's only something, and, and and listeners that have been to China will will know exactly what I mean. They're like, yep, I know exactly what he's well, talking I've about. I've been to China, and I was there for about... Well, how would you describe it in one word? Oh, I would explain it the exact same. In the same In the same word, it really? is 100%. It's the weirdest fucking joint I've ever been yeah. to. I am... Um, I walked. I, I got on the plane um, to coming back from um, Nepal and stopped over in China because we had a flight that my flight was uh, my flight disappeared. Mm. My connecting flight from Guangzhou, whatever the fuck it's called in China, didn't exist. It was like uh, they printed my ticket. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I knew someone was thinking that. What? what? <laughs> no, no, we, no, we did a very politically correct show the no, last week. Oh, so no, 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 no. It was uh, it was all about board. It just um, it just that they printed me the wrong ticket basically, oh, yeah. and I got um. <laughs> Like, I got oh, shipped off yeah. in the middle of China. <laughs> shipped off in the middle of China and uh, to Guang, Guangzhou. Yep, Guangzhou. Yeah, Good Guangzhou. Yep. And then, uh, and then um, I fucking spent about four hours or six hours because there was a... We got in at 11 and they were picking us up at five to, for our new flight. And I said, fuck, I'm just going out then. It was like a Saturday night. I said, I'm just walking the streets of China. Yep. I had a couple of crew with me. Yep. I ended up... Um, the chick that I was with who sat next to me on the plane I ended up 
But it was the weirdest fucking six hours of my life. We went to a nightclub there. Uh-huh. We went in, started drinking, went on the dance floor, disco lights going off, yeah. not allowed to dance. What do you mean? Wow. <laughs> Dancing was what bad. Do you mean? You were not allowed to dance or they kicked what? you out. Do you China, know what? Mate. That's bizarre. Like, so uh, this Fucking is China. this is. I guess you asked me to elaborate. This is a, this is an example that I can give. Like with your dancing thing in a nightclub, what they've done is they've looked at these Western things that they're like, hey, we we, we like this. Let's bring this in. But then they bring it in. They're like, oh, but we need to change it to fit our mould. Yeah. But in doing so, they completely <laughs> fuck it up. Like, hey, let, let's hey, that nightclub idea. That's really sweet. Just just no dancing. <laughs> Like, you sort of fucked the whole nightclub yeah. up. Like, yeah. But, but, yeah, you but get, then they. You yeah. get the core value of the nightclub. Yeah, but, but you know what happens, right? That people are still like, oh, the nightclub is very good. And you're like, no, yeah. it's not. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Hey, this is a no reading yeah. library. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. Oh, mate. It's uh, the, the fuck do you think it was? It's the weirdest joint. Yeah, I was God. taking videos of, on the dance floor. Oh, disco lights. Proper all different colours. So like a huge setup. Yep. And yep. then everyone was just sitting down. Yeah, everyone they was just weren't allowed to dance. Not, you were like, not but what's to dance. the reasoning behind not being allowed to dance? I, I, I didn't have this experience. Yeah, But I can relate to that sort yeah. of that, that concept of just like this is something that I know I know well, but you've done something weird to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, not, it's not right. It's the same thing. Yeah, so Yeah, right. Well, yeah, well, let's not fucking talk about China then. <laughs> yeah, it's, but uh, I, I still think everyone should see it. I think yeah. it's really amazing. What were the highlights then of the stuff that you did do over there? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. That yeah, wasn't was pretty good. Nightclubs <laughs> weren't bad. Did you know what? Like, I think Shanghai is is the best place in China because it is fairly cosmopolitan, and that would be that would be the place where I feel like Chinese culture and and the the various cultures that are there. Um, sort of mesh together the best. Mm-hmm. So there's some really cool, there's some really nice Middle Eastern people that we met in China. Mm. Um, really cool guy called Murat who owns one of the CrossFit gyms. He's from Turkey. So Middle Eastern. Um, Murat. But, yeah. he, but like there, there was, there was Murat, just- Grab us a Borak, would you? Um, <laughs> you don't let me speak. You just cut yeah. your guess off. Yeah. That's right. Just cut your guess off there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Shanghai, I mean- I. People, people are going to laugh at this. I went, I didn't get to see the sort of classic touristy stuff in Beijing. I just, I just didn't get up there. I didn't have time. I was working the whole time. Yep. I've, I've heard that is mind-boggling. So mm-hmm. I'm sure the Great Wall and stuff is worth seeing. Oh, yeah. But as a, as a place right. to like, okay, I have to go live here or spend some time here, Shanghai for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Mm. No worries. Yeah, it's not really on my um, bucket list destinations, that's for sure. Bucket but- list? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Sorry. <laughs> did you just <laughs> So, bucket or bucket? Bucket. All right, all right. Just want to make sure. I mean, like, so, right, let's just, get this bucket. Let's be on there, there. Yeah. All right, sorry, sorry, I'm off to Can it. Can I just? I'm, I'm going to constantly do this. Make reference to the first time ever. Like, I'm pretty sure the first show we ever had. Like, we all had about 14 pages of running sheets, and then <laughs> yeah. you went and asked me this question verbatim. Yeah. Now it's just like bucket list, bucket list. <laughs> yeah. Ask the guest a question, then cut the guest <laughs> off. Like, what? <laughs> a you don't want to come on this show. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I just want to ask one more thing before we get to the travel round table. Now, Eduardo, you're sitting here 
with a, uh, a very uh, intricate uniform on. Can you tell us a little bit about the recent uh, the recent change in, in, in sport? Well, uh, it's not a change in sport necessarily, but I've gone back to playing football. Yes. Playing for the Swinburne University Razorbacks. Yeah, the some of the pigeons. The, 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 the pigs, as we're called. <laughs> the pigs. The pigs. <laughs> so, so, come on, pigs. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Any I veggies just, there? I just, huh? Any veggies there? What's that? Well, I mean vegetarians. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. There is, yeah. there is, there is, so yeah, playing footy again and absolutely loving it. Like yep. I'm I'm nowhere near the player I used to be and I, I was never that good anyway. <laughs> so so uh, um, we live in the glory days. But um I don't know, I can playing a team sport and just being in that environment and just game day. Yes. Uh, waking up on game day, what yeah. a feeling. Yeah. And um oh, what a you feeling. know, like the, the body is is He's doing okay. Like, geez, I was sore after the first game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, really that's enjoying good, getting back into it. Um, how does all your strength training and, uh, mm. like, do, do you feel strong in the field? I mean, I don't reckon you would feel that fit. Did you do much of pre-season you just walked I, in? I did a little bit of pre-season. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I think, like, strength is definitely, like, I'm the strongest I'm the strongest bloke there oh, yeah. in terms of, you know, because you've just done years and years of strength and conditioning with CrossFit if, mm. if you've done CrossFit for as long as I have. But... Um, I think there's two things that, that you underestimate about footy blokes, and some of them don't look at it all. They can they can run all day. Oh, yeah. Even the blokes that don't look like they can run and perhaps haven't done a pre-season, if they've just played footy for a long time, they can run all day. And they can take hits, mm. which is not necessarily a strength thing. Like you can have a massive you can have massive deadlift numbers or whatever you want, but actual body contact, yeah. you get a hardened hardened body. Yeah. Um, that's something I've been really impressed with a few blokes that clearly haven't spent any time in the gym, but mm. you can just back it up, take mm. hit after hit after hit. See, that's what I've never understood about those sort of blokes, like gun players and they hammer darts. Yeah. Hammer darts and like, people just don't give a shit about health. Yeah. They are fucking good with a pill in their hand. I guess mm. that's just uh, like, you know, we, we know about this with training. Like if you're specifically trained for a particular sport, you get very good at that particular mm. sport, like that specific skill set doesn't necessarily map over to other things and that's where you get exposed in CrossFit. You, mm. Stuff you haven't done, you're not going to be very good at. Yeah. But um, blokes have been playing footy for 10 years. They're pretty bloody good at footy. Mm. So, and so what about a uh, game day ritual then? Have you got one? A couple of things you do? <laughs> not really. Really? Get up and sink about 17 coffees <laughs> and then get really amped up for the first quarter and, 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 and fluff all the f- yeah. marks because I'm so nervous. That's right. But, um, that's good. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely loving it. Loving being involved and... Uh, yeah, don't regret it for a second. I will if I do an ACL or something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Right. I found uh, I found the last season that I played after I was um, after I had about a year of squatting under my belt uh-huh. and Olympic lifting and stuff. Uh-huh. My whole game changed. Yeah, I, okay. I went from like a I was like when I was young, I was I was quick and I could run all day. I was like a back flank midfielder, but yep. I was fast. I was a ball mover. Yes, and then towards the end, I was kind of like. I'd play that same role to the middle part of my career, but I wasn't necessarily fast. I was uh-huh. just playing those positions, and then. Uh-huh. As soon as I got strong, I started um, started training. Then I became like the lockdown play on like a big solid dude in the back line. I'd play in the strongest midfielder. My yeah, game okay. totally changed. Yep. And mm. it was great because I knew that as soon as the ball was in the air or if it was on the ground or whatever, if I had to hold my ground, I knew if someone kicked it up in the air, I'm like, this is great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I just literally just shuffle my hip into theirs yeah, and, and then I'd know. be like, see you later. Look, I don't know if I have to... Uh, certainly my timing and my ability to read the play isn't as good, so... That, that doesn't allow me to use my strength as much as I would like. But one thing that I definitely, like I can sense, is, is my tackling. Yeah. Like, blokes are trying to take blokes on often at that mm. level because they know that they know that if they're, they're a little bit stronger, they can brush blokes off. Mm. Yep. And every time a bloke, like I see a bloke go to fend me off, I'm just like... You're on. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, on, I'm, I'm catching blokes holding the ball. I reckon I've caught... 
holding the ball two times a game at least. Really? Yeah. And like, it's not because I'm running blocks down, but nah. just in packs. Blokes yeah, trying yeah. to escape and just like, you're just strong enough to yeah. just hold okay, them in. Yeah, right that's over right. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's how yeah, it is. Sick, that's great. Mm. So, uh, all right, well, let's get into some, uh, some travel roundtable. So... Uh, where are you going, Tommy? What's your destination, mate? Ah, oh, fuck! I did, I did Adelaide last time. I can't do Adelaide again. It's a great, it's a great city. Look, it's uh, it's very close to home, very, very close to my heart. But it, you know, there's not much to do there. Let's be honest. To uh, to all our Adelaide listeners out there, <laughs> I'm sure you guys love church. <laughs> nah, look, I love the joint. Um, but uh, I might go to Changu in Bali. I might go to Changu. Changu in Bali. Okay. Yeah, yeah, specifically right. Changu. All right, no yeah. worries. You want to start us off then? Yeah, sure. Well, we well, I mean, so the the Bali trip that we went on that you and I led was actually the first time I'd ever been to Bali. Actually, the first time I'd ever been overseas outside of the US mm-hmm. and Mexico. Um, so it was really good. I actually thought the whole area was pretty similar to to Mexico. I just felt like a similar vibe, apart from the scooters and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but within an instant, I I knew I could live there. Mm. It's just the fuck. It's just the best vibe. Is the be- and the the amount of smoke and chicks there. Are un- <laughs> it, it, I, was, I was about to say unridiculous. <laughs> it is unridiculous. Is that a tourists or, or oh, locals? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. well, the locals are good too, but they're nah. in their own way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, locals. But you look, be, we're, to, we're not really talking about. To be, oh, to be in all honest, like locals. everyone that goes there is just a serve, like boys and girls. You know, like it's 2017. I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, they're all just attractive people. Yeah, it's yeah. just insane. It's, it's just little, a real it's hub. Little, it's little um. Little Byron, a little Byron. Oh, yeah. So can I, like, just, just to, not like devil's advocate, that's yeah, not yeah. what this is, but I've never been to Bali. Yeah. And I, I guess I have at times bought into the whole, oh, Bali's just for bogans. Yeah. And, oh, and like, right. like Changu. So, so, okay, so that's, it's, there yeah. are spots, and this is one of them where it's yeah. not that. Mate, I'll give you, I'll give you an example how I could put it into, into perspective with Melbourne. So, so if you're going, say, if you're going into Kuda, Legan, and Seminac, which people, Think of as Bali. Yes, that's yes, yes. Bali. That's the center. That's the hub. Kuda, Leggett, and Seminac. We call it the vortex. Okay. People that have been there a while, they call it the vortex because they know you're going to get sucked in, you're going to get spat out, and you're not going to know what the fuck happened to you. Okay. Yep. But that's where you see the Aussie, typical Aussie bogans, fucking bintang thongs, bintang shorts, bintang singles, bintang in their hand, and bintang fucking tattooed on their face. Like that's where you see those <laughs> kind of guys. And that's where Australians so, make a full out so of themselves. D- 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 do you have to do it or, or you could avoid it entirely? Um, you could definitely avoid it entirely and have a great time. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Uh, but I would recommend... It wouldn't be like a Vegas. Like, if you go to the US, you kind of just want to go to Vegas. You have to do Vegas. You know? yeah, 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 even though it's slightly underwhelming. Yeah, and it, yeah. Oh, it's massively underwhelming. Oh, I, feel like, I feel like you still... I feel like you do have to do it. You, ju- you should check it out. You should okay. go down there, have some beers. Just have People a beer. like to go down go down to shopping in Seminac. Chicks always go down to shopping in Seminac. Whatever. Okay. But... So there's that side of it, and mm. if you want to go and party, then it's it is great for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. but that's where it's Aussie Central, just and literally I've never been more embarrassed to be an Aussie in my life. Yeah. than some of the shit I've seen in <laughs> the vortex, you know, just yeah, mate, where are you from? Oh uh, yeah, you know. Look, um, I'm sure people have a good time, but I guess if I want to party with Aussies, I could do that in Australia. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So that's yeah, right. I'm going to spend so, dosh to go overseas. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> Coming from the blokes that use the word guanche for about 14 different things five minutes ago. What's dosh? All right, Mr. Fancy. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, a garage. But with the with Changu, Changu is literally like like um Changu is literally like Byron Bay or like Bondi. It's literally the best cafes you can find, the best food you can find, the best looking people you can find. Yeah. It's unfathomable it's like, ridiculous. people that are around there. So if so what would you call um, 
Like if that's Bondi. Franger. Oh. <laughs> Savages. And hello, yeah. Frankston. Yeah. Frankston. Hello, Frankston North. And all of our listeners from all over the rest of the world. What can we? What, what's a what's a Frankston's like? Uh, it's a look. Do you know what? In all honesty, Frankston's quite a nice area now. Yeah, it's quite a nice joint. But yeah. Frankston has the. Uh, it's like a rack with a rack with more heroin. E- oh. Wow, <laughs> slightly uh, less agenda. How much heroin's in your rack? I mean, not, not, I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> no, it's a lot. No, look, yeah. um, Frank, Frankston used to have a. Uh, not the best. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Reputation. Socioeconomic um, flavour. Yeah. <laughs> it just was the butt of all jokes. It was the butt yeah. of all jokes. In terms it? of like, you know, cheap, nasty Aussie bogans. Oh, but it's yeah. just not that place but anymore. It's actually yeah. quite nice. Yeah. 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 Oh, After having done I a footy preseason down there. I haven't been there for a fair while. But, yeah, neither. Um, yeah. But well, no, so. Oh, you did a preseason at Frankston yeah. Dolphins? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, good on really you. Nice. Yeah, I bought, a, I bought my first house in Frankston. But get back to it. So, Changu. So, yeah. So, Cosmopolitan. Food was nice. What else did you do? Food was really. Well, look. Food, food. So the food was great, but I wouldn't necessarily go Changu. Oh yeah, the food was great. Oh really? I, I just so happened to have found like the Nalu bowls are really good. So for everyone at home, Nalu bowls are kind of like um, they're like acai bowls. They're pretty much acai bowls. Yeah, they're like smoothie bowls. Yeah, they're smoothie, smoothie bowls. bowls. Yeah, beautiful with like the, the the local fruit and all that sort of stuff, like mm. the dragon fruit and stuff, and it's beautiful. Like you go there to have an alibo, or you have you know if you if you want to have an alibo. You go to Chango, yeah. I would say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say the food was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, the food in Melbourne's fucking pretty solid. Yeah, but yeah. Melbourne's Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Melbourne's like, you expect the food in Melbourne to be fucking Yeah, and not to mention, as good as acai bowls are, they cost you $18. Well, not in Chango. <laughs> well, not, 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 not in, not in, in Chango. It's kind of like, well, that's, what, yeah, that's, $5? That's, that's, that's my bloody point. Sit down, shut up, mate. <laughs> 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 no, but the, the thing that I love most about Chango was one particular road. Oh. oh, yeah. Rice so it's Rice road. Paddy Road, which we newly named Rice Paddy Field Road. Um, so it's basically, how would you describe it? It's like a, it's a shortcut road between um, two parts of Changu because Changu is like just this big maze, uh-huh. basically. And uh-huh. there's just, you can get just lost in it. It's just, a, it's a never ending fucking heap of sh- fucking. Guangzhou. Guangzhou. <laughs> but but there's, a, there's a shortcut road that goes right through the middle, and it's very dirty and very like. Built up and very, it's not the most particularly awesome roads to drive around until you get to the beaches, but yeah. there's this one shortcut the road, road that goes right through the middle. And all it is, it's beautiful. this little brick paved road <clears throat> that drops off each side by about four or five feet, and then yeah. it's just rice paddies as far as I can yeah, see. Wow. It's, just only, beautiful. it's probably only like, um, it's probably only like a five minute ride through rice yeah, paddy so much road. At all. And but it's like every time. Someone goes to ride past Rice Paddy Road. It's like the highlight of the day. Hard to yeah, it's 100%. fucking awesome. That's the, really like cool. The, 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 the fields are just so green. It's like, uh, like I remember just the scarecrows, like in the, in the fields, and the tons and tons of traffic on this tiny little road. <laughs> like big, big trucks going two ways against it. And you can uh, see you can see the beach from uh, no. not from Rice Paddy Field no, Road. Okay. You can just see green. Yeah, you're just, okay. you're, just yep. you're just on one little grey. Brick path, and then you just see green as far you as you like. You wouldn't expect really that good. the beach is thirty seconds away from where you are. There, it's right. just insane. It's so beautiful. Mm. But um, I, yeah, I think uh, so. That was that's a that's a real highlight of the joint. But I love the scooters as well, which I guess is you know central to all of Bali. Mm. You just you can get away with murder over there. Mm. Fucking hell, it's unreal. 
And what else did you uh, what else did you like about the joint? <laughs> no, so Adelaide, so Adelaide is known for a lot of uh, a lot of things. So something happened in Chengdu that I don't know about. No, 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 I'm just trying to put Tommy under the pump. Just trying yeah. to milk the segment. Yeah, he's really trying to keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate, we got some minutes to fill here. You make something up. Yeah. Yeah. You're off this podcast. Then I touch your sweet cab. Yeah, no, look, not much else. What about um? What about the Gillyons? Give me some hits. Give me some hits. What about well we, we can talk beautiful. about the Gillyons. I've been in the Gillyons about three or four times. I, yeah, they're a pretty. Um, it's funny pretty... that when you went there, though, it all changed. Yeah, mm. no, the Gillyons. Have you ever been to? You've never been to Bali at all, have you? No, but I've, I actually had a friend recently who. Oh, sorry, a member at the gym. He's a friend too. But, <laughs> get, 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 Real good relationship. Good day, Dunk. He came back. He's got from, a friend of mine. He's, he's at the gym. Yeah, and, uh, genuinely. But he's listening. We're friends. If he's not, we're not friends. Just in case he's listening. We're friends. Yeah, he came. Okay, Doug. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> about of saying, uh, I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's funny when someone puts a microphone in front of you, you just don't know how to answer the most is. basic of questions. <laughs> so true. He's a bad uh, Oh, my goodness. Go on. Um, but, um, yeah, the Gillyons. The Gillyons is uh, the Gillyons is awesome. It's like a little, um, it's a little seven-kilometer circumference island with yes. no cars. It's all horse and cart. Although the horses are treated pretty. Oh, I hate I'm it. I'm like, oh guys, I didn't even think about like how mm. terrible it was. Bill eats horse every night, so he reckons it's protein. I was like, I got off. I'm like, guys, it's really exciting. Like, you get the horse and cart. Hated it. Soon, for as soon as everybody, just because it's on an adventure trip, as soon as everybody jumped in the horse and cart, they're like. That was fucking horrible. Yep. Why? Because... Mate, the horses are whipped. The horses uh, are just... Like, it's fucked. Like it's, it's a shit beaten. It's a, it's a shit oh, they're shit literally, They the, stand the all day. Yeah. It's, hor- it's actually horrendous. Yeah. Mm. And is, it, is that they're, a tourist those, thing or is that just how they treat them? Um, no, that's just... There's like... It's just how they get around. It's just... Yeah, okay. That's just the tr- mode it's of transport. That's just what it is, yeah. yeah. it's just Indonesia. Because that reminds me recently... I think it's in the Bahamas. Um, you can you can swim with pigs in the ocean. Have you guys seen that? Really? So there's like... I didn't know pigs could swim. So Well, this is the thing. There's somewhere yeah, in... You can, uh, you can ride flying... Um, <laughs> flying stuff. <laughs> Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry. Sorry, mate. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Buddy. Oh, buddy, cockheads. Um, you can swim with pigs. Go on, I want to hear it. Oh, well, you can swim with, you can swim with pigs. I'm pretty sure it is in the Bahamas. I might be wrong. It's not dolphins, mate. <laughs> Oh, shit, it's dolphins. It's dolphins. It's dolphins. My bad. Sorry, fish. I'm going to look this up. Anyway, it's a thing to do. You get this little pig and you just wade out with it and it just flutters around the ocean. Everyone's like, this is the best ever. You get photos taken with it, blah, blah, blah. And pigs are getting sunburnt to shit. (laughs) They fucking hate it. They fucking hate it, right? And everyone's like, this is the best. Pigs are so cute. Pigs are just getting fucked up. Completely fucked up. These pigs are just getting cooked. Like, literally getting cooked. Oh, God. This is one of the funniest moments I've had. I'm going to look this up. If you're at home listening, look up. They're not even slopping them. They're well alone slapping them. Pigs, Bahama, sunburns on Google. Oh, God. Oh, man. The Bahamas swimming pigs exploiting, exploited by tourists. Oh, what the fuck? That's a real thing. That is actually got. Oh, you're, you're genuine. It's a really, it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, Why do you want to swim it's like a pig, pig? It's like pig a anyway. pig island. Yeah, what? Um, they're just like, they're like, I don't know what breed it is, but they're sort of like cute <laughs> pigs. Oh, yeah. Cute, you can swim with pigs. 
Oh, that's a cool looking pig, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's like it's, it's crystal pink. clear oh, water, it's and they're pink. like they're on some <laughs> a band like this is some island. I don't know. It is Bahamas, though. Um, yeah, so yeah. funny. And then, anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know why that came to mind, but when you <laughs> said you when you said horses, horses getting like whipped or anything, yeah, yeah. yeah. sunburnt <laughs> pigs. <laughs> Someone get these pigs some SPF. Hey man, pigs pretty red. Someone get that pig a rashy. Oh, 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 oh. All right, all right. Settle. Insane. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a fuck. I've never, oh. never, I never expected to hear that story in my life. But um, oh, shit. yeah, all right, sweet. So uh, thought to have gone, put a pig in water and gone. I'm going to pay someone to do this. Well, they're they're, they're local. They're actually. They're, they're actually like they're local. Let's drown for you to find out. They inhabit it. Oh, I can't be bothered reading this article, but they they inhabit the island. And I guess oh, someone, someone, you know, I mean, unfortunately, tourism is that thing, isn't it? Like you notice oh, yeah. that some Westerners are interested in this thing and they'll pay money for it. It's mm. like the Westerners like the pigs. Mm-hmm. Get, the, get the pigs out here. Yeah. Yeah. Bring Jump me the, the pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay this shit. Yeah. Yeah. The Westerners love this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love this shit. Yeah. Uh, Grab so. the horse, put him in the water. Nah, no, he doesn't work. Keep him on. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot him. Grab the glue factory. Black glue. That works. It works. All right. So, so, my destination. Moving right along. Yep. My destination is um. Is Bolivia, and uh, I was in Bolivia about. Um, I was in Bolivia about. Sorry, to cut it off, boys. I had to try and get some. No, 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 yeah, no, no, some we're in this talking thing. about glue. And uh, <laughs> so I went to Bolivia uh, about six years ago, and um, I was there for about a month. This was during the um, vomiting and shitting at the same oh, yeah, period, a period of my life, at the same time stage of my life. Um, so I was very sick in Bolivia, mm. but I was in Bolivia for about four. Yeah, about four weeks, and during the time I was there. I was absolutely shot down with illness because the food's fucked and it's, the altitude's hey, terrible and so on and so forth. Do we actually know what made you sick? Nah. No, you don't even know? No, they gave me um, five different types of antibiotics. Five different types. One, Take these four, and these. Four, four, hmm. and then the fifth one if I got if I got headaches, which I didn't get. Oh, yeah. Never got headaches. Was so, there ever a point in time where I was like, hey, this is this is really concerning? Yeah. Or was it just well, yeah. like, ah, oh, you're sick, you'll get better type thing? No. Nah, hey, you only get AIDS once. It was, uh, <laughs> it was definitely like that. It was definitely like that. I got down to... Because I started this trip at 82 kilograms. And then by the time I got to Bolivia, I was about three or four months in. And I'd been having a couple of cheeky benders along the way, South America. So yes. I got down to 76 kilograms. Um, and then from 76 kilograms, maybe 74, I can't remember. That was like my walk around weight. Within a month in Bolivia, I got down to 66 kilograms. Oh, wow. Mm. So imagine this, right? So You've been a thin dude at 66 yeah. kilos. Mm. I'm, it's 20 kilograms. 20 kilograms less than this rig right here. Yeah. There's not, there's not that much on this right now. It was yeah. all going nice. Yeah. So, um, so I was crook. I got really sick. Started throwing up. I had a, an incident where um, I had to make a... What happened was I'd get worse and worse every day. I did the, the death road. Have mm-hmm. you guys heard of the death road? From what you tell me. So, so this is like one of the highlights of Bolivia. So, and it fits in the timeline of me getting sick, so I'll tell a story about it. So, death, the death road is the world's most dangerous road. You guys? Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know. So, so, basically what you do is you start, from, you start from La Paz, which is the world's highest capital city, and you go down this road that goes along a paved road for about an hour, and it's rad, because you just like, it's like you're street racing. You mm-hmm. literally ride this push bike as fast as you can with all your mates, having a great time, and then you get to this gravel road, 
where it just all changes and it turns into this hundred fucking meter or something ridiculous drop off and you've got like a one lane gravelly yeah, yeah, yeah. heap of shit road mm-hmm. people die there all the time people like oh, yeah. routinely routinely doing the tour just fucking going too fast put the brakes on and slip straight off the fucking edge fucking of the cliff that would not be for me and that's I a genuine dude, tourist attraction isn't it I saw this fuck dude fuck some pigs let's go to the road I'm with, I'm, with my, I'm with my mate Will the, um, some of our other mates were got, taking it pretty fucking solid they were going pretty fast uh-huh. they were all doing it right me and Will were just cruising at the back I saw this dude you're supposed to say like passing on the right when you go and pass someone this dude fucking was never giving anyone the time of day with that just acting like a dickhead kind of thing and he came around this outside edged corner and he was fucking humming and he yeah. was shit on the bike and I was like fuck this dude's gonna die this yeah. dude's gonna die and, eh, and he kind of skidded out but he made it and then he came around to the internal corner and he went to take that and he slid and went boom and hit up against the wall really I'm like mate if you had a how fuck, safe if you had gone the other yeah. way oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was dead. straight off the like this dude was a fuck but you can see how easily oh yeah happens. someone else could do that yeah yeah so but wouldn't, why would you like how how could you just do that how could you just come th- on that yeah, road? It's How pe- wide is the road? Uh, it's like single. It's it's one of those. It's like Rice Paddy Road. So it's oh, a right. it's oh, a road man. that can just fit two cars. Yeah, like small cars. But you would never think that to look at it. Yeah, you know? it feels yeah, like it's a single lane yeah, road. Yeah, 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 you know. But um, so it's funny when you when you do the when you do the the ride down it. You can stop. You stop at a bunch of different places. There's like waterfalls that you know that come off the road. Like mm-hmm. you know you can do little waterfall things. You can um. There's a lots of really cool vantage points for photos and stuff. And when you get to these vantage points, when you actually stop, mm. you look down into the valley and you can see just carcasses of trucks and cars that have mm. just fallen off Holy the edge of the cliff. That's shit. insane. Yeah, and it's probably ins- bodies for that matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking. And there used to be like, I'm um, pretty sure, like the um, Bolivian Mafia, when they used to like, because there's so much drug trade in Bolivia and stuff, the Bolivian yeah. Mafia used to take the bodies, take them down death road and just <laughs> chuck them off, them off. With, with everyone else. But, um, how long is this road? Like, how, uh, how long is it like that? Um, I can only I don't know I have no idea in kilometres it's just downhill wise on a push bike I can give you that yep and it's probably like two or three hours downhill on a push oh pushy. shit okay. that's, that's, that's a while you go yep. from you go from <clears throat> cold altitude sickness heights of La Paz to the tropics of the Amazon basically right. to the base like it's fucking crazy though. yeah you got you, it drops you get like you pick up like 8 degrees Celsius 10 degrees Celsius in wow like in the space of the trip it's insane I can understand why people want to do that then oh, like just an, as a just as a ride that sounds it's amazing a, yeah. it's, an ama- it's an amazing trip it's sick but, I don't think I could be on a push bike nah though. neither I'd be I'm not good with it. that shit I can oh, walk you it. do it you do it you do it like Jack will me and Will just got people were giving us heaps of shit. Just on the brakes the whole time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like fucking ten kilometers an hour. But yeah, because yeah. um, our mates were going pretty pretty quick at it, and we were just me and we were cruising. We both happened to be super hungover, and we were just happy to just cruise at the so back. But if you, you, is it like if you do it responsibly? Is it hard to die? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's not like fucking one in five people die. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, one it's, death. It's one one in a fucking. Thousands of people dying. Yeah. So, okay. But um, and the people that hum, you'd assume are the ones that like have done it a thousand times. They like they yeah. they use it every day for work uh, or something. Yeah, a couple of the guys, couple of the guys that are the tour guys, use they're it for work. they're literally like fucking punching down, oh. and they've done it before. So you're like, fuck, you kind of trust them, yeah. with, them with their own lives. But but it's the idiot tourists that are just like, yeah. Some like chicks. Um, one chick died. I got oh, yeah. told about the story. One chick died taking a photo, fell off the cliff like really? like three months before we got there. So she she was off her bike taking a photo. Yeah, yeah. so so she just, just, just over, overbalanced. No, so she walked. She's like, oh yeah, guys, wait there, wait there, wait there. Oh no! And walked herself off the cliff. Oh my god! Yeah. Do you know what? I can I can actually see her do that because I don't want to interrupt your um, travel roundtable. No, go but for because it. it relates to your adventure fit travel company. 
I almost walked off a cliff mm. at Everest Base Camp. So you know how you can go up to get a great view of Everest itself, Kalapatar? Mm. Yeah. So we got in really late and there was only a group of 10 of us. And mm. they're like, look, Kalapatar at sunset is, is the thing to do. Yeah. We got in so late, they're like, you, anyone who wants to do it can try it, but we don't recommend it. It's going to be too dark. Yeah. And I went by myself. And Did I, got, I got to Kalapatar. Me and Shit, another guy yeah. meant, but I was really fit. I'd been doing a lot of running. This other guy just he carked it. Fuck. Anyway, I got to the top of Kalapatar and I was I was trying to take selfies. And I I, I, I literally was like half a metre from from rolling off Kalapatar. <laughs> oh my god. And I was and I was up there by myself. Yeah, yeah. Mate, that's that's so dangerous. Dangerous. It, it was it, it, like I had a moment after of just like, wow, that almost just happened. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and they would have never found me. No, you know, like, fa- fa- family would have never known what the fuck happened. Yeah. Mate, roll your ankle, you'd nearly be fucked up well, there. Do you know Trying what? to get down that hill well, in the cold. Well, this is what they said. They said you have to leave by like as soon as you've watched the sunset, mm. fucking leave. Yeah. Because if you don't you're going to freeze to death up there. Because yep. it's five, like uh, Everest is what? Everest is Everest base is 5.5, five, yep. but Calvatar is 5.8. Yes. And it's just a little bit more because it's got a great view. Shit. But they're like, like I, I remember. But it's the wind chill factor as that's well. That's right. Because it's rem- on the top. I remember the hauling ass to get shit. back down, just being like, I've got to get out of this cold, yeah. otherwise I'm going to hurt myself. I was but the exact same. Were you already feeling was- the cold? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was the- sprinting home. Yeah. I, I was the same. When yeah. I did Calvatar, I-, I was leading the trip, and people had good days and bad days with the cold. And never really do you have a day that you're so cold that that's a problem. But Calabatar, we got at the top and it was the same thing. Like we're waiting for the sunset to go. And as soon as the sun kind of creeps, when the sun sets, it actually, the darkness comes up Everest. There's a peak of Everest. Mm -hmm. The darkness comes up the peak of Everest and Everest goes from like an orange to like a red peak. Yes. It's insane. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so amazing. Everest is very, very clear Mm. all of a sudden. It's actually amazing. Mm -hmm. Like it's proper amazing. So we're all fucking around trying to get... Um, time-lapse photography of it and stuff and our phones are dying because they're so cold. Yes. The batteries just shut off. Anyway, I was like, as soon as some people wanted to stay around and get um, some... Fo- no, I fucked off before. I-, I fucked off. I said, I'll watch the rest of this go up by halfway down because I yeah. can't start. I, s- I said, there was about six of us and I said, who's feeling good? And three people were like, yeah, we're good. And I said, because I knew a couple will like me. Yeah. And I said, how's... What about how you guys feeling? They're like, I'm really struggling to feel my hands, like, and I'm not being able to move my fingers yeah. to keep them warm because yeah. they get so rigid yeah. and like just fucked. Yeah. And so I was the same. I was like, we got to move. Yes. Like, let's, yeah. We're up here. Yes. We're gonna see the sun. We're gonna see it on the way down. I said, do you guys want to go? I'm keen to go. Like, and they're like, let's get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. Well, it's minus. It's minus like twenty degrees when it's yeah, got wind chill. Well, the funny thing is that the view that you get from Calabatar, you can actually get it for about half an hour before making it to Calabatar. Yeah. But it's just like, it actually is a pretty cool achievement because yes. on Calabatar, there's the prayer flags and there's yeah, a little bit right. of a monument and stuff. And so like, hey, the, the hey, I point. did, exactly. I went to yeah. the highest point. Yeah. But if you're just after the view, you've got that 30 minutes before getting to Calabatar. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. So some, the photos and stuff. some people do as well. Yeah. But, um, so what you go up there, you have a look at the view, take your shots, off. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless you're there in the middle of the day. Yeah. But, the whole idea is you get there for sunset yeah. because yeah. it's such an amazing spectacle. Yeah. People do yeah. a sunrise, but sunrise doesn't work the same either. Well, they, like, yeah, sun, that's what sun. they did the next morning because yeah. no one wanted to do it with me. But um, yeah, I don't know. Sun, sunset's good, but yeah, sunrise. Uh, it's on no, the wrong sun, side, sun, isn't sun, it? For sunrise. Yeah. Rise. yeah, so yeah, sunrise right. is just like just the sun comes up behind it and whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, cool. You got to see the sunrise. But the act of watching the sun set and it goes to a point, this red point on Everest, it's like yeah. something that's the top. The top of Everest is pink. 
and yeah. everything else is grey. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's like it's meant yeah. to be. Like it's like it's a it's like a show that you see that they put on a wall of a like it's something that would be on Crown Casino on New Year's Eve or yeah. like yeah. a wall of like something like that. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. kind of things. But um, yeah, fucking amazing. Wow. But getting back to um, Bolivia, yeah. So did death row. I don't know what I was uh, what I was going. At. Oh yeah, I was talking about how I lost all that weight, but. So I did the death road, and then the next day, I um, I woke up and I was just really sick. Yeah. And so you had another slump. Yeah. So I was just I was just. This is the first time I got sick. Mm-hmm. This is got the first time I got sick was after death road. Mm-hmm. Um, oh really? Yeah. After the death what road, what was? I just got on the beers and just was so run down and I'd been partying so much. Something yeah. happened. I don't know what it was. But yeah, still like like munting and shitting in excess of three weeks is, is not like a bad hangover mate so so what happened was so uh, the next day I was like lads I'm not fucking feeling that good eh? I'm not, yeah. they would go, boys are going to do something maybe it's something in the city you know something like a tour of the cathedral or some crap some uh-huh. crap, know, something local and I said to the boys I'm like lads I'm, I'm not into it eh? I'm, I'm going to have to rest here like I'm feeling crook I've, I've had the shits like I'm not I'm not going good and then they're like alright cool man no worries they went off and as they took off I'd started throwing up as well at this point, I hadn't thrown up and shat at the same time, which did happen at one point. But as the days went on, it started to get worse and worse. Like, And I got to the point where I was in bed for like two or three days. I'm like, right, I'm going to have to start seeing a doctor. Yeah. And my mood got worse and worse, you know. I was sweet, you know. I was having a laugh about it. But the boys would come in, how are you, how are you? And every day I'd have more of a frown on my face, you know. Yeah, And then, <clears throat> And, and then, a brown on your face. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was nearly like that, mate. So, oh, so I, was, I, I slept. Um, I slept one night, like two or three nights in. I've never been this sick in my life. And you know how, like, if you've got diarrhea, really, at some point, and you you're like, oh shit, I need to, I need to go to the bathroom. Right I need now. to go right now. Yeah. Or I'm gonna fucking shit myself. Yeah. So, you you kind of lose control of when you need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You, you lose control of your bowels like that. Well, I didn't lose control of my bowels like that. I lost control of my bowels throughout the day. Hmm. So I'd be laying in bed and I'd be weeping shit out of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> so is, is this better or worse talking about Adelaide? So, <laughs> this is so, an adventure podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a child podcast. Right, Tony. Do you want to Yeah, it's a child podcast. So what I did, what I did on this particular, once I got to this problem, like, I'm like, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to do here. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just can't, I can't live my life like this. So, um, <laughs> so Roisy comes in one day. Uh, I was traveling with Roisy and the boys are out or whatever. Roisy comes in and I've got like a little bit of a smile on my face. He's like, oh, you feeling better? I'm like, nah. He's like, you seem to be in a better mood. I'm like, yeah. He's like, what's what's going on? And I reached down inside of my pants. And what I'd done oh. is I'd, I'd got scotch towels and I'd wedged them into a log and shoved it inside the crack <laughs> of my ass wow. as like a as like a, a plug for my for my butt. A, a, well, I mean, they they have plug. they have those things. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually so it was like this for three weeks, more no, or less. It was like um. More or less. More or less, yeah. So what would happen was I'd get, I'd be really unwell for about five days, and then I'd slowly start to feel like I'm going alright, and then I would either go and party, oh. or I'd go into the Amazon. I went and climbed a fucking six point, a six thousand, six thousand meter snow capped mountain in the middle of Bolivia in, in between this time because I felt like I was going good. Wayne Potosi's system mountain, I forget what it was called. Right. So you so had a good the, day here and there. One okay. of the hardest things I've ever done, and then yeah, I'd fuck myself up by doing that. But um, but Bolivia itself. So the point I'm trying to make, I fucking should be talking about how much I shat myself for, for the next half an hour. Well, but but Bolivia, Bolivia itself. Look, it's like, content for the viewers. It is content. But um, but the Bolivia viewers. itself, like what I was able to do, even though I was in the worst shape I've ever been in in my whole entire fucking life into that period, 25 years, was like Bolivia. We did the death road, which is one of the highlights of ever. 
of ever. Yes. And then we'd have the next day, like a couple of days after that, we were in the Amazon. Uh-huh. And then a couple of days after that, we were climbing a snow-capped mountain. <laughs> a couple of days after that, we can go to the um, the Rusty Young's book, the yeah, San yeah. Pedro prison, the yeah. jail. And you did go and see that, didn't you? Um, it was closed <clears> when we were closed when we were over there. They yeah. they did like a crackdown. So for anyone listening, it's uh, San Pedro prison is Bolivia's largest cocaine processing um, plant. Mm. And it used right. to run tours always. And you could go and you could do a tour of the prison. You could also pay more <clears> and stay there overnight and so on and so forth. And Rusty, who we had on the podcast, have you read much about him? No. So Rusty stayed there for like three months with one of the inmates, became his best friend, and ended up writing his story. Writing wow. the story of the inmate, yeah. So that was shut down when I was there, but it's got... The whole joint's just whack. Like, there's a there's a Coke bar in Bolivia, which used to be in Lonely Planet. They took it out recently, but it used to be one of the highlights of the city. Wow. And it still runs. It's called Route 66, and the only, only the taxi drivers know where it is. <laughs> so That's so good, isn't it? You get in a taxi, and you'll say, yeah, Route 66, and they'll just give you the nod. They'll take you to like some abandoned warehouse. You can't even like the one we went into uh, when we were there. You couldn't even. It's one of those warehouses you don't really see the door. It's like a hidden kind of door, right, right. straight out of the movies. Right. Anyway, you're like taxi driver knocks and um, says fucking a code or whatever, and they open the door and then you walk in. It's a fucking nightclub. And yeah. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? Wow. And you walk up to the bar and you'll be like, oh yeah, I'll just get um. They believe they have this terrible beer called Bock. <laughs> fucking the most disgusting bits of their local beer so yeah. you walk up I'm like oh, yeah, I'll just get I'll get um, three box please I'll get a vodka lime and soda for my friend uh, I'll get three points and actually <laughs> fuck three points I'll get, a, I'll get give us a full bag give us yeah. a full bag so and if so if you ask for points they will rack up a line like one point of cocaine on the, so yeah, yeah. you get your drinks and your coke on a platter insane, from the, from the bar so you'll go up to the bar you'll grab, you'll grab it yeah thanks guys couple of beers and you'll come back with like <clears throat> six perfectly lined up fucking um, lines yeah. on this big plate of um, silver pl- uh, platter for you just go back to your table and, <laughs> and how much um, are we talking as well just, for a, just for a seat um, yeah yeah it's, it's, it's claimable with adventure bits so. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, um, you got any Fanta <laughs> <laughs> but um seven uh, it's up a, it's a, it's <laughs> a weird three points and a seven up please <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, six chicken nuggets well. <laughs> and a Mountain Dew <laughs> but uh the whole joint's backwards that's why I wanted to um go to South America is because of Rusty Young's book yeah. like because of Marching Powder it's just the stuff you hear about over there is just oh, so Marching Powder yes okay I have heard of that book I'm yeah, sorry it's a yes. great read it's a so great you've, read you've you're mates with that bloke and you had him on this podcast? Is that yes. what on the podcast, yeah. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, awesome. it's great. Really oh, good dude. Yeah, yeah. It was one of, it's my favourite podcast of, our, of our, all of our podcasts, actually. Mm. Um, mm. Number so, one, close second. Last. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, but Bolivia, yeah. So there's another couple of things like... the. Have you guys ever seen the Salt Flats? Nah, all my mates have been to the Salt Flats. They look yeah. unbelievable. They photo, look unbelievable. The photos from that are always amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Irrespective of how many times they pop up oh, on Facebook oh. with people doing the same same dorky shit. Yeah. But it's, it always just, you're just like, that place actually exists. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's pretty phenomenal. And the best thing that happened for us is you, the photos are amazing when it's dry. Mm. Like They're very amazing when it's dry and you can see it looks like a sandy white beach with a blue sky above it. But when it's rained, if it's rained heavily, because the sand's so tightly, the salt is so tightly packed, it doesn't drain. So if it's rained really heavily for any amount of time, a couple of days or a big downpour, yeah, it'll sit as like a layer. So wow. so we got there and it's about maybe half an inch of water across the whole fucking hundred and fifty. So just like a skim, just like a little, see, yeah. And that creates a straight mirror image. Wow. So I've got photos of me standing 
Like if you get the clouds from above and you do one of those um, fold it over on a bit of paper and open yeah. it up like you used to do in primary school yes, or whatever, yes, yes, yes. then I'm standing at the middle point of like clouds above me, behind me and, and clouds, clouds below, above, you. below me. Yeah. It's just fucking unfair. It's the most otherworldly place I've ever been by yeah. a country sound, fucking That mile. sounds otherworldly. That, yeah. that sounds like another planet. Yeah. Yeah. You, could, you could jump on Mars and be like, yeah. okay, this, this looks like the salt plains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's insane. And they drive you. The good thing is they drive you right out in the middle of it. Yeah. So there's like a couple of cars around, but you're like, you look around and you're like, what the fuck? As far as the eye can see is yeah. just clouds and sky. If, if you're lucky enough to get it when we got it, when it's just like mm. slightly, mm. slightly covered with a thin layer of water. Oh, man, pretty amazing. I loved it. Superb. Hey, where have you actually been to in the world? Do you want me to list everywhere? Yeah, let's do it. Because um, you are relatively well-traveled, aren't you? Uh, I guess so. I mean, it's the travel that I've been fortunate enough to do with work there's only so much of the city you actually see yeah. but uh, if we're talking Pacific I've, I've been to New Zealand um, and then I've done of Asia I've done Thailand I've done Vietnam um, I've done China mm. I've done Hong Kong I've done Korea uh, and I've done did I say Thailand? yes mm. I did sorry yep. um, of Europe I've done Spain London Paris London's not a country bro Rome <laughs> oh sorry that's it that's it um, I think he's cute I've, yeah I've done Nepal um, and Kathmandu. I never got across to India there. Mm. Um, and then I've done parts of America, probably the most touristy parts, the far yeah. west and far east yeah, coast. Yeah. Cool. Um, but not all of that has been through work as a seminar. No, definitely not. And I've been to the UAE. The where? Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. With Dubai? Yeah. Yep. Um, and so what do you think yeah. of Dubai then, mate? Well, I was there. I was there for work. Yeah. And I arrived on Thursday and then I worked the Saturday, Sunday. So I really only had the Friday to sort of see it. But. Um, Probably not a dissimilar experience to Vegas. Really? Um, well, no, no, not not to compare the two, but but the I guess the experience was the same. It's just like wow, yeah. this is amazing. There's just like so many big buildings, so yeah. many bright lights. Ten minutes later, it's <laughs> like okay, I've seen enough big buildings, seen enough yeah, bright lights. Right. Um, there's only so much of that 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 is is stimulating for a while. Um, yeah, the so same experience. I, I I don't know if I'd I'd bothers stopping over there. Really? Um, but that's that not has been say- on my bucket list for ages. Well, seeing Burj Khalifa and stuff like that, yeah. you know, it's almost worse doing it just for that. I yes. think it um, is. That, that, yeah, I think that it is, is, but amazing. it's like a day and a half. Exactly. A day and a half and get out so, of there. So I what, had four days there. It's, I mean, what you can do... Four days of I wouldn't do that. No, um, it, was, it was killer. Well, what insane. you should do is, if you're travelling to Europe or travelling to the UK, mm. sorry, it's probably more relevant... Use Dubai as a as a middle point mm, and yep. just spend a night at the airport hotel and then then truck on into the city and do mm. you could literally do do it in an evening. You could yep. do Burj Khalifa and the Emirates Mall in an evening and yep. probably see what you need to see. Yep. Um, and they're making another tower that's bigger than the Burj. Well, uh, it, the um, Saudis are yeah. building a tower bigger than the Burj, mm. um, so they've got those plans in place. So the UAE have now got a plans in place for a tower bigger than what the Saudis have Fucking got a plan hell. in place. So it's just a big dick swinging contest. Oh, How weird are um, humans? Oh, they're it's, weird. It's, it's, it's freaking bizarre. All of them have bull dicks. Yeah, but um, <laughs> like I mean, these buildings are going to be over a kilometre. Yeah, yeah. Mm. over a freaking kilometre. What we can do? Do but. you know? Um, I just remember. It's funny, just images that you. You see while traveling are just things that stick with you. But while I was in the UAE, we're catching a, a taxi and we we're staying in a pretty nice hotel. So I think the taxi that picked us up might have been a Mercedes or something like mm. that. You, you remember in Dubai, the cars. The cars are just ridiculous. Mm. There seems to be Ferraris and Lamborghinis any, everywhere. Yeah. And I remember just sitting in this taxi. I was pretty sort of jet lagged. And right next to me was a busload of what looked like sort of, there must have been, I guess, sort of refugee type 
like from from somewhere near the UAE, and they were clearly being shipped off to work. Like they were right. they were, were going to go work on some fucking skyscraper or something. Oh, wow. And I just remember sort of heading off to the the Emirates wall and just like looking at that bus as, as like this there must have been 30 people in a bus that could sit 12 oh. and I was just like yeah something something about this place doesn't yeah. sit right with me because it yeah. is it is so manufactured yeah. and yeah. you know that to manufacture that shit there's a lot of people that are just oh, yeah. getting paid sweet FA getting to build, build big buildings yeah, like yeah. that so. big pointless buildings yeah wow. that's right yeah, really? for, for for what? So can I can take a, po- a picture yeah. and put it on Instagram, yeah, which yeah. I, which I fucking do. So, yeah, which you I know, like it's like I'm contributing to yeah. that problem. But um, well, the shake that built it all said that's what they were doing. That the the oil was going to run out, yeah. so they they wanted to create uh, they wanted to create a revenue stream for the company, the economy, and that right. was like that was tourism. Yeah, uh-huh. that's that's why they poured so much money into all these fancy bells and whistles, so people want to stop over and spend money mm. in Dubai. And, and it's probably it's, worked to some it's, degree. Oh, it's, I mean, if the traffic's anything to go by, then yes, it's yeah. definitely working. So. There are weird things there as well, isn't it? Like, I'm, you mentioned the cars before, and I'm pretty sure there's a policy that you're not allowed to drive a car older than five years. Like, uh, it has to I've, look a certain way, you know? I think I have heard something mm. like yeah. that. You're not allowed to kiss in public. Just in Is that because of the religion? No, this is, it is a secular, religious thing. Is it, it is. Remember, the, um, remember um, you always hear about um, there was a woman. Not to drink in public. There was a woman. Uh, there was a You're woman in certain parts. You are certain right. parts are exempt. You have to have it, and you have to have a, um, a non-Muslim drinking card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, of course. You have to have a non-Muslim, perfect non-Muslim drinking card. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, or if you show so your passport. Is it a secular society? If you show your passport and you're a traveller, you're all right. Yeah. Like I was, I got on the, on the booze there one night at the end, my last night. But if you're a local and you don't have a passport to show and show that you're traveling, I'm pretty certain you have to have an anti anti an, a non-Muslim. Anti-Muslim? non non not, not anti not anti <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't be right yeah, yeah. yeah. you get beat up for that yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not anti <laughs> that's the wrong one I'll tell you what was fascinating for me in Dubai when we stayed there um, the guy an English bloke actually who uh, is the affiliate owner of the gym that we happened to be working at the CrossFit gym he came for uh, uh, to dinner with us and um, on the roads right based on how people were driving he would tell us where they're from based on their aggression or, or lack thereof or, or how they're driving and be like, that guy's from Saudi, that guy's from Saudi, uh, this guy's from blah, blah, blah. Anyway, like we were, I, I just kept quizzing him, right? And he'd be like, oh, this bloke's from... Uh, you Who's know. this one? Yeah, anyway, all of a sudden, this this car comes out of nowhere. It's just like... Yeah. And I go, God, where that guy's, where's that guy from? He goes... Definitely Egypt. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just funny how like like people just start pigeonholing behaviors like that because the, the, one of the really cool things about the UAE is it is a hub for the Middle East and yeah. there's like there's so many different cultures in uh, in Dubai. Mm. So that's pretty cool. But there's weird things as well there. Like I've heard the uh, that massive theme park that that is there. Oh yeah, is that they have a Vegas Strip that's bigger than the real life Vegas Strip. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So like they made it as like a. Like a non-life-size thing, yes. but it's an actual. It's, it's actually bigger. bigger. It's yeah. a bigger replica than the real thing. Like it's a new Vegas. <laughs> they have a fucking. I'm pretty sure the like the the buildings in there to like show the Empire State Building and all this sort of stuff are almost life-size. Like it's crazy, just ridiculous. Hey. It's scary, isn't it? Funny, funny place. Yeah, funny it's, place. it's strange. I was there for four days, and I I, I should have done it in one or two. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's it's really weird. Like. I went to the the um, Dubai Youth Hostel. Yeah, because there was one hostel. I'm like, I can't oh. believe there's a hostel there. It yeah. just doesn't seem like it would be. Yeah, that, so there was there was one. So I stayed I stayed one night in a hotel, and it was lucky because it was the one time I've got really like kind of got a little bit of um, 
when you fly, what's the one you tie jet, jet lag. lag? I was kind of jet lagged. And um, so then I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go check into this hostel. And there was literally like three people there. And one of the dudes that was there that was trying to hang around with me was the weirdest, creepiest. I can't explain him, but he was a real creepy. I was like, if I hang around this dude and I get drunk, he might murder me. Like, <laughs> like something. I was yeah, like, I'm not, hang, yeah. not hanging around this dude. Yeah, He's yeah, not yeah. going to do it. What was his name? Um, no, I can't remember Barry. Quite like. wrong. Um, <laughs> Barry. That's my little name, mate. Have you just made up a name? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, really said that was Barry. Barry. Definitely was Barry. <laughs> Barry. Yeah. Um, we know it was um, Bob. Aussie, Aussie Baz. But, um, no, it was just a... I, I ended up in... Um, I ended up being that dude who was like trying to find friends around Dubai. Like nah, I, no. I, I went down to the, the beach with the Burj, the Burj Al Arab. I'm like, oh, people would be down the beach. That'd be cool. I don't reckon there's a place for that, man. It's not. It's not. It's just such a weird fucking joint. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, If anyone would ever want to go to Dubai, it's like a one day in and out thing. But like, worth doing though. Virgin Arab is fascinating. And and anecdotally, I I know a fair few people living in the UAE. uh, I mean, they're they're CrossFitters um, who have gone over there and taken jobs and trainers, and they quite like yeah, they quite like the lifestyle that they've got to live over there. Yep. But as a tourist, I don't think there's a heap to do. No. And this is just a small thing, and I know we've all experienced this around the world. But my God, it's hot Herpes. over there. What <laughs> 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 I was going to say for the listeners were interesting. <laughs> It's just stinking fucking hot. Yeah. It is Mate, so... That's why you get the like, cream. It's obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, righto. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. I went to... When I was... um, I, I was so fucking hot over there that I went and spent about six hours it's, in the shopping it's mall. It's debilitating. I'm like, oh, this is gross. I'm going to fucking spend it the whole time in the mall. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to go to the beach. So I went to the beach, had a swim in the water. It's like swimming in a fucking kettle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's all manufactured. How many times did you hey? swim in a kettle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that one time day. I fell into a kettle. <laughs> Hello. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. So um, That's cool. But you did want to are you talk, are you you gonna give us a little quick review on New Zealand? Wasn't that your um, your destination? Oh, well, I feel like I don't have anything as interesting as Bolivia or uh you Adelaide. Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> oh well I, I, I yeah, when I was think when I was thinking about all the places I've been and I think the happiest like the happiest trip I've had, that the one that was just Jesus. like automatically I have the best memories of it is a, a, a road trip that I did around the North Island of New Zealand. And as soon mm. as you say North Island, people automatically say, oh, mate, you should see the South Island. Mm. And I haven't done the South Island, so may- maybe they're right. But there's just something so peaceful about New Zealand, and I actually think it comes a lot from the people. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, such a, they're such a cool people, really understanding it. With work, I get to travel there probably three or four times a year, and every time it comes up, I'm just like, great. Can't yeah, wait. Can't wait to go hang out with New Zealanders. But there's, some, there's just like a few... Like there's a decent amount of touristy stuff to do on the North Island as well as just enjoying the drive, like mm. driving around the North Island. There's some there's some stuff that has to be done. Like there's the Lord of the Rings um, mm. set. Mm. Yeah, there's fucking great. Yeah, Rotorua, which is like the um, like that's that's pretty cool. It stinks Amazing. like all hell. Yeah. Um, but the place that I liked most, which I just had just a ripping day, and I'm actually not really a foodie or a wine guy. Mm. There's this little Art Deco town called Napier. Has, has anyone been I've to heard that? Of it. I've never been there. Yeah, it's just like it's. It's like sort of everything's been kept in sort of the mold of like 1930s Art Deco. It's a beach yeah, right. town. It's just like it's sort of quaint, and there's heaps of wineries around there. Mm. Like I said, I'm not really a wine guy, but you go there um, and you book yourself a, a, a winery tour, and the food and the wine and the um, surroundings. Mm. It's just like if you if I would recommend it if you are one of those people, and I'd recommend it even more if you're not one of those people. Mm. Like it's like that Shit. if you need an introduction to that type of thing, like fine dining and just like yeah. sipping on a nice red 
that's definitely the place to go, I reckon. Yeah. Um, Get sucked off. Sorry. I um I couldn't agree with more with it. I, I I've been um twice in New Zealand, I've done the <laughs> north and south. Sorry. And um and I always can't believe people like the the, the South Island is <laughs> That's the first time we've got a guest just like that. It couldn't have been more genuine in my my appraisal of Napier. <laughs> you just come in with that stinker at the end. You guys are fucking shit. <laughs> what a fucking podcast. Oh, man. No, but I, I, um, I fucking couldn't agree more about New Zealand, though, because the South Island is... Outstanding, but the North Island. <laughs> ah, sorry. The North Island's the North Island's rad. Like yep. we did what we did. We went to Auckland and then went did the Golden Triangle or whatever they call. I don't know if they call it that, but it was Waitomo Caves. Yes. So like, yeah, I did the caving there. Oh, yeah, fucking amazing. Six hours of like, amazing. Um, glowworm caves. I can't look at Tommy because he's gonna fucking keep laughing. <laughs> oh, but glowworm, glowworm caves, fucking abseiling, cliff jumping, all inside a cave. Six hours of. It was amazing. The glowworm mm. cave is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Then we did. Um, we did. Rotorua, stinky fucking ass Rotorua, but yep. an amazing geothermal hotspot. Yeah, that's crazy. And then we did the Tongariro Alpine Crossing, which is Mordor from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, oh, that's it's, it's what it's called. Yep, yep. Tongariro. So I, I didn't, I didn't do that. I just did the set. Is yeah, that, are they opposite. close? Are they close? Because um, yeah, that's the like Hamilton. I think. Yeah, it's like it's like two. Um, no, Tongariro's. It might be four hours, basically three or four hours from Tongariro. So it's not particularly close, but. Yep. Um, but so there's Ruapehu, which is Mordor. You can climb Ruapehu, or you can walk from like what Frodo and Sam did basically, and you can walk from one end of Mordor to the other, which and is just the Tongariro Alpine Crossing. It's a one day hike. You can do oh, a four, you can do like a three or four day version, um, which is called the track, the Tongariro Alpine track. I'm pretty sure, but the crossing is just a one day, and it's one of the best. It's like known as one of the best, world's greatest one day hikes. Fuck, like, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, really and we cool. did, we I actually did, it I did that in the I didn't winter. Do that, sorry. We actually did in the winter. Oh, you did do it? No, I didn't do oh, it. Didn't I do don't it. know why I didn't do yeah, it based yeah. on what you're saying. Yeah, it's really good. We did it in the winter and then I also did it in the summer. So summer, it's like red rock and you just it's like a hike. And then winter, it's more ice picks and crampons and you can get up to the top of some of these mountains and then you can bu- you bum slide down them. Oh, it's the most amazing fun. So it's wait, really good. North, so the North Island is famous for what? It's scenery and the South Island is, is what? South Island's more famous for its, its, it's like that typical sort of New Zealand yeah. lush scenery and Apparently, there's something, some bizarre stat about how little roads there are on the South Island. And once you're on one side of it, you actually can't get to the other side unless you go around. Yeah. You can't actually, like, there's nothing going across the island. It's insane. The North isn't necessarily famous for anything, but it's just like, like what everyone says about New Zealand being like these peaceful people, Mm. it's it's all true. Mm. Like, it's absolutely all true. And the North Island is perhaps just a good example of that. Right. Yeah. It's really, the North Island's lush green rolling hills a lot of the time mm. amazing lakes like the scenery is just it's not as grand as the South Island so the South Island has big huge towering cliffs right um, or uh, lots of very impressive mountain ranges mm-hmm. stuff like that whereas the North Island doesn't, it's really like quaint little it's towns it's peaceful it's, yeah, yeah but it's just like just uh, for me it's green mm. it's just luscious green rolling amazing hills and just like the scenery's fantastic on mm. the North Island um, oh, it's beautiful I, um, yeah it's right I'm going to Wellington 
in two months. So that's the that's the southest point of the North Island. Yeah. So I'm thinking of trying to make something of that and maybe yeah. get across to South Island and yeah. do something with that. Add a bit onto the trip. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. South yeah. Island's um South Island. I only went to Queenstown, which is fantastic. Everyone talks so good. so highly of Queenstown. Like a, I've never like heard a bad word about it. It's like a country town. That's a size. It's the size of a country town, right? Like it's a suburb. Yep. You know, it's just, just it's just that just, good. Just awesome. Surrounded by the remarkable mount, the mm. mountain range. It's just wow. it's just awesome. But yep. it's you can walk from like you're on the if you're having beers, like you, you can walk from one end of the town to the other in you know half an hour. Do all the pubs and yep. you know you can walk anywhere. I feel but, like I'm doing an advertisement for New Zealand, but yeah. I think I feel like Australians whenever they want to take a short trip, they automatically think north to Southeast Asia. Yeah, and my my mind is always now just like, can I get across to New Zealand? Oh. Is that for me? That is that is a better option most most of the time. I'm sure, like, yeah, obviously Southeast too. Asia's got a lot to offer. But. I reckon too. And what I haven't done, which I would love to do, is I would love to get north or south, but I want to do this more so on the south island. I want to get a car, a van, whatever. And I want to drive around the north. Uh, sorry, the South Island is unfathomably beautiful for the lack of people that are there. Yeah, yes, the, the population is all in the north, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and there's six million people or something in New Zealand. Three million of them live in Auckland, mm. and then fucking like five hundred fucking thousand people or something live in like the South Island. Yep, and yeah, it's you, you drive. So we did um, the glaciers. So the glaciers, um, Fox and Franz Joseph Glacier. We we were like getting. Lay, uh, lowered down into crevasses and climbing out the ice and crampons amazing mm. one of the best experiences ever you have to get a helicopter up there oh wow it's 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 unbelievable but yep. to get like you were saying Ed, to get to Queenstown from there you've got to drive around the whole coast yes. and down yeah you can't drive through nah. the middle of the it's, it's not a, a crazy not at all it's crazy to think about it like and the, that. the thing is when you drive on the west coast you're driving along what would look like the Great Ocean Road in Australia and there's no fucking one there <laughs> Wow. It doesn't make Which is the sense. best thing. Yeah, it's, it's so, so good to get away. Isn't I would it? love to get um, I would love to get a van or whatever. Um, just drive around. Yeah, just drive around and just camp mm, yeah. and just like read books and just get, well, get the- right out from out away in nature. You know, yeah. and get yeah. that just proper um, rest and relaxation yeah. that you get when you that you want from a holiday that yeah. you don't often get. No, you leave know? your phone at home, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm, one of the so um, one of the coaches from work actually just did that for about twelve days, I think fourteen days. Yeah, right. I'm not sure if it was the north or the south island, but he said he absolutely loved it. You could definitely do it in the north. Yeah. Um it's you know, there's more bigger towns along the way. Yeah. There's still lots of lots of time to you know, just to yourself. Yeah. Because you know, I drove around and often you wouldn't see a car for an hour or two. So, yeah, that's I mean, right. You definitely do but that. There's like Mount Monganui in the north of North Rad. Mount Monganui is mm. like Byron Bay. That they reckon the further mm. the further up north you go, it gets kind of tropical even. Yep. Um. So the north, there's so many, and then that's like yeah, they haven't even like um, Milford Sound. Yes. Milford Sound yes. is one of the world's most famous treks. Yeah. Like a four day, five day trek, and it's just, it's. Lord of the Rings, yeah, to a, to an absolute T. Mm-hmm. Like the greatest scenes of most beautiful beauty when they're going down rivers and ravines and what. It's all Milford Sound, the best. You know, it's it's just so. Yeah, New Zealand's got to go there. It's a winner. Yeah, yeah. It's it definitely absolute. it's a must do, especially with how close we are. Oh, exactly. well, well, what is it? Four hours? Yeah. Is it yeah. four hours? It's three, uh, it's three and a half. Three and, to and a half. Half the time it'll yeah. take you to just fly to Earth. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Pretty cheap as well. Yeah, yeah, it's like two, three hundred bucks. You can get to it. Yeah, yeah flight's like 250, 300 bucks. Yeah, yeah. If you get it at the right time, that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, uh, so Eduardos, you've uh, you're still heavily involved in the CrossFit scene. Yes. What are your thoughts on the regionals events? The no barbell. I just want to pick your brain on that sort of stuff. Um, I think. Uh, you guys want to do this after the show? Or is yeah. Travel round table. Yeah, yeah, right. Travel round podcast. <laughs> um, we got to pick his brain. Just joking. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. Um, I think. 
So, I mean, the regionals and, and the CrossFit Games are always about finding the fittest on earth. The regionals is just one tier of a whole group of programming. So the Open is one level, the regionals is a second level, um, and the Games is the third level. So do you need to involve a barbell at one point? Yes, and it's been involved in the Open, and I'm, I'm going to go out on, out on a limb and say there'll be a barbell at the CrossFit Games mm-hmm. as well. Um, I quite like that there's not one at the regionals. Mm. I think it'll make a lot of people's ears prick up and realise that perhaps they've been using a barbell too much, mm. which is probably not a bad mm. thing because um, mm. affiliates... Oh, no, I don't want to make generalise like that, but uh, you can over-program a barbell. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to throw a bit of a cat in the pigeons with who we uh, who we potentially see go to the CrossFit Games from each region. Yeah, um, yeah. I think the events are cool. I'm really bad at judging what the regional events will look like. So I always see As them on from paper. A well, I always see them on paper like everyone else does before them. But then when you get to the regionals, it, it makes more sense as you watch it play out. Yep. So one of my favorite events was two years ago. There's a chipper which had like 50, 100 GHDs, 200 double unders, 50 sumo deadlift high pulls. I remember reading it being like, it's going to be pretty dry. Mm. And then it started. I'm like, this is this is this is a great workout, yeah, yeah. and like I just didn't pick it, so yeah, I yeah. always just wait till I'm at the arena, and then you see, and then it all makes sense. Are you on the mic again? I am. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Really right. enjoy that role. Yeah, yeah you're good at it. Very good. Uh, you're really good got at a it. good voice for it. You yeah, maybe. They can see you. I can see you. Maybe. Yeah, what I basically try and do is morph like Bruce McAvaney and Dennis Cometti <laughs> together, and then put it on CrossFit. So. <laughs> well, I mean, they at some point they probably did get up to no good in the. Uh, <laughs> in, in, in the stands up there so I don't know what you're up to there definitely Bruce I don't know what he's doing yeah. we're getting Bruce on the show actually no you're not no we're not definitely uh, not we offered him a hand job for a yeah. segment yeah. which one we thought he would you know yeah. for he our listeners uh, regional Pacific Regional in Wollongong great place of, uh, of Australia hand jobs and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, get around it yeah. get around um, it yeah alright cool yeah cool well you, uh, uh, six from six have we done six from six from you we did nine from nine with it didn't we nine um, fuck that takes it back doesn't it no, yeah. let's just let's a travel round table. Yeah. So we'll, six, six, we haven't already done now nine, done nine nine. Dead. But we've changed. <laughs> we just dropped three questions. Yeah, but we've changed oh, two we'll questions. Do it again. Yeah, fuck, we'll do it again. And he may yeah. have changed in a year. You may have changed. I remember last time you're like, oh, but what we want is a short, sharp answer. And then this segment went for about 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, this was the whole show. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get out. Couldn't leave. <laughs> God, I've got a parking ticket. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're, uh, who starts? You. Oh. All right. Um, favorite travel destination, Ed? Um, of all time you know what I think you asked me this last time and I think yes I said, we did that's why I didn't want to do this segment again uh, okay. I, I think I said New York and I say New York again and uh, one because it's an amazing place and I've got a lot of good memories there two because my little sister now lives there oh cool and I need to go visit her because mm. I've only good seen excuse. her once in the last two or three years would you so. ever get a seminar over there um, I could request one but nah no, yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't really be the need for me to go over there there's mm. plenty of staff over there yeah uh, my second question is your dream destination somewhere you haven't been that's on top of your bucket list? Uh, Madagascar. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've ever had that before, have we? No, probably not. I yep. don't think. I, and I don't, I don't so. know a heap about it, but I just feel like there's enough. There's been enough hype for the last decade of my life. Every time it comes up, it's just like, yeah. okay, I need to see that place. No, it'd be good. Yeah, sure. And my third question is, um, which is one that you wouldn't have answered because. Uh, I've changed this one recently. So my third question is, uh, do you have any books that you like to recommend to people? They can be um, graphic novels. They can be an autobiography. They can be uh, fucking... Can they, can they be, be just an, 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 like a, a novel? A novel, yeah. It can be anything. Um, Harry Potter. I've recently been getting into Westerns. Really? Um, my dad's a big Western fan. Really? So I got into a few Western films. Um, there's a few modern Westerns which I can recommend, but there's this classic Western book 
and it makes sense for this podcast, I guess. It's called Lonesome Dove, mm-hmm. and it's basically about a group of cowboys that are up in the north of Texas, and they decide that just for an adventure, they want to travel south and start a ranch down there. And it's just their story of getting on horseback and trying to get a bunch of cows down south, and everything goes fucking wrong. But every, right. people fucking die. But it's just it's just an amazing book. It's the only book I'm going to go on record. So it's the only book that's made me cry. Really? Like, actually, actually crying really? as I've read wow. the pages. Yeah. Genuine Phenomenal, tears. phenomenal book called Lonesome, Lonesome Dove. I've, yep, um, so. I've, I'm, I've only cried in one book also, and that's my all-time favorite book. What is it? Shantaram. Okay, yeah. cool. Shantaram got me on the last couple of pages. Yeah. Yeah. I've never cried in a book. No, nah, yeah. it's not. It's not something that comes upon you lightly. Just, just the enormity of it all, like their big adventure, just like and just the fact that it didn't go well, but they still just wanted to do this because that's what that's what you were fucking meant to do with your life, have an yeah. adventure every now and then, yeah. and it just didn't work out for them. It was just like I just remember just reading the last few pages and fucks this up. Yep, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was like. I was yeah. like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, mate, you know, it's like conjunctivitis. Have you read um, All the Pretty Horses by Cormac McCarthy? That's a Western no. one you might like. No, okay. Um, Cormac McCarthy wrote The Road. You know oh, The Road? Yes, yes, you know yes, the yes, yes, yeah, yeah. The book is fantastic, The Road. And then All the Pretty Horses is about, similar story, it's about two young kind of um, young kids that Brought up, brought up um, ranches, and they run away from home, and then that's their story of. Um, um, it's a really famous book by Cormac McCarthy. It'd be right up your alley. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. excellent. Eduardo, uh, spare time. What do you like to do in your spare time? Oh, just, um, just, just when it's you alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh well, I've been playing footy, so I guess I love my AFL. Yeah, but I've, do you know what genre of music I've been into lately? It's just like new school hip hop, like yeah. Yeah, mainstream new school hip hop. So I reckon I've been listening to a lot of that. Well, lately. so what are uh, what artists is, is new school hip hop? Well, I mean, I guess like the 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 real sort of mainstream ones are people like Drake and Nicki yep. Minaj and The Weeknd, and then there's other people that are sort of not as well known as that and get a little bit more underground. But yep. um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they're cool because they're they're. I guess people will look back on them and be like, "These are the big people of our generation." Mm. And people might not feel comfortable about that. People might not, like, people not, oh, fuck, you're comparing Drake to the Rolling Stones. But in in 30 years, that's that's, that's how people might talk about these artists. So if you can just have that awareness of it now and and enjoy it for what it is in the present, then... Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. I mean, mean, because you're a very big trance fan as well. Yeah, I guess my roots are in trance. Yeah. Yeah, from my party days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still hitting that? Still hitting the dance? Every now and then I hit up a festival. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, well, love, I mean, you- love the music. Love the scene. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that sounds bad. I, I just love the, I love, <laughs> love I, the drugs. I, I, love, <laughs> I love the production elements of trance. Yeah, I just yeah. love how big it is. Yeah. Yeah. The warehouse vibe. And yeah. The- and yeah. Just yeah, the, like 10,000 10, people. Yes. Like yes. In, in like a, 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 at a festival, just like all jamming at the same time. Up, yeah. Another brick in the wall. Great, yeah. on, on a shit ton of MDMA. Yeah. No, no, I mean, raw drink of waters. Yeah, six and six is still pretty slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, now, inspiration. Give us a big inspiration, someone who you really like to. Apart from, do you remember who you said in the first one? Uh, I think I said Chris Judd, Michael Jackson, and Hillary, no, 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 no. Hillary so Clinton. That, that, was, um, that was people dead or alive to dinner. A big inspiration for you was your old man. I don't know if I said that. Really? Did I? Can you just check the script there? I don't know if you, are, yeah. don't don't know if you, you asked us. I think you, you said, I think you said, who would you write one of your questions too? Did yeah. I? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've changed one of your questions. Yeah, right. I definitely, I definitely asked you three people dead or alive. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, I definitely, definitely didn't ask that. Oh, right. Okay. Well, who's a, who's a big inspiration? Uh, in well, life? now that you've said my old man, I guess I can't really say that. 
who is a big inspiration, but this is a bit sappy, is my little sister. Right. Because she is 24, but two years ago at 22, she's just like decided, you know what, I'm going to go live pretty much paycheck to paycheck mm. on the other side of the world to see if I can make this career that she wants to ha- make happen happen which Sick. is like hip hop dance really oh, wow and that's why she's living in New York she's trying wow. to break into the scene Fuck, and she's and she's got a 10 year visa now because she just dug in and, and, and did what needed to be do to get that done which most people visa. give up on. yeah so yeah. the first time you get through it you get one year yeah. and then if you get a full time job and sort of show that you're contributing to society I guess yeah. then, then they give you something longer <laughs> And she's just like, I just can't believe how much grit she's got. New York would be a joint where you make it or, that, or oh, you either yeah. make it or you fuck off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just one of those joints that would be Virginia. one of the most ruthless joints in the world you would imagine. Yeah, man, she's in living in like Brooklyn That's and sick. just like sick. working at like the Nike store. Yeah. On like Madison, like on Madison Avenue and shit. Really? Like she's a she's Kill a full it. New Yorker. Yeah, and she just like she just upped and left. Yeah, she just like packed a bag and just like I'm going to New York. What a legend! I'm like Catch fuck, that. that's incredible. Yeah. I do not Good have that in me. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, and my final question is relatively cliche sort of thing, but I, I wouldn't mind to to hear your thoughts. You uh, you have a million dollars to spend. First thing you do. Oh shit! <laughs> what do people normally say for this? Uh, I actually haven't ever That's asked that question. He's, he's, no, because he already asked you the three the people. Three uh, That's the first time we've asked it. Yep. Probably the most expensive bottle of scotch I can find mm-hmm. and then bring it over to the parents' house have and just be like, I've got something to tell you. I'm gay. <laughs> I'm a millionaire. <laughs> I'm a fucking millionaire. Yeah. Well, I was until I bought this scotch. Now I've got fucking nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how yeah. uh, they I'm a hundred there. Uh, I don't know. I think the ones that would be really, like, really, really in the in the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, you wouldn't drink it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't drink that. You'd be able to blow all your money on a bottle of scotch. Absolutely. You'd be able to yeah. a million bucks you, a bottle of scotch. I said you would buy it, but you wouldn't open it. Like, oh, you'd, yeah, you'd, you'd just, buy it to yes. have it yes. and, like, you know, you'd... you'd yeah. Put it away, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't buy a, a hundred thousand dollars scotch and then be like, Fuck yeah. and then just start pouring <laughs> yeah. it. Like you just, that's Let's the, yeah, 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 yeah. You got any diet coke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got <the> sausages, <laughs> sausages and scotch. No. That's yeah. unreal. Uh, oh, that's uh, cool. Well, um, thanks for coming back on the show. Good to hang out again, mate. Magnificent boys. Magnificent. Oh, I reckon. I genuinely believe that when you said fucking when you talked about. Sunburnt pigs. Uh, that's the hardest yeah. I've laughed on the show. I don't think we've laughed hard on really? the show. No one's, got, well, no one's got. I can think of one other time, which was with a, a psychologist, <laughs> yeah. Michael English, but that was Look, fucking hilarious. Way, no guest has made us laugh that hard. Nah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, that that's, that's, well. that's, that's an achievement. That had me fucking up and about that. Nah, one. Thanks for having me, boys, and great to see it's going so well. Beautiful. Yeah. Good job. Have a fun, man. Yeah, cheers, well, lads. Thanks, uh, thanks, guys, and that's a wrap. Alrighty, thanks for listening, guys. That was a travel roundtable with Big Eduardo, the Source Man for the Freak Show, the, the Big Pig, pig. And, the uh, Big Pig, <laughs> and uh, and it was great to have him back. If you liked uh, our travel roundtable, then make sure if you're a first time listener, go ahead and subscribe. If you're a many time listener, please leave us a review, and uh, that helps us climb the ratings, mm. guys, which we always need to keep moving forward, so we can bring you, uh, we can be seen by more people, get more downloads, bring you more shows, more content. Huge um, guests like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and uh, Jesus. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we're after. So we want to interview Jesus Christ himself. Definitely, so, definitely. So um, the resurrected form. Also, if you need anything from the show, it'll be in our show notes. Head to www.adventurefittravel.com/radio. All the show notes will be in there. 
Don't forget to head to quietscreative.com, audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio, <laughs> and use radio as a code word to book on any and all adventure trips at www.adventuretravel.com. I didn't mind that, Bill. See you next week. <laughs>